theyeshiva.net. In this contrast, Patriot Gimel, the second paragraph, Va'inyan Baza, from the structure of the Teva, you discover the universe. The Teva was that miniature uh, universe. <laughs> it was recreating a world, a safety place, a cocoon. And then from there they could go out and rebuild the world. That's why the teaching of the Baal is on the Teva. Tachtiyim, Shniyim, Ushlishim, Tasa, the three levels of the Teva. I want to thank Reb Shimshin and Rifki Vershashansky for their dedication to the class in memory of Reb Zalman Yudib, Reb Shalom Yishaya Daich. By his daughter and son-in-law and their family. <clears throat> thank you. So, there's actually a story. It's a very interesting story. It's a Jew in California. He's a religious Jew, an entire observant Jew. His name is Dr. Hamnick. I believe J. J. Hamnick. Psychologist for many, many years. He once shared a story. Years ago, this is years ago, he was in the beginning of his career. He was invited to a conference on psychology, and the presenter at the conference was a Jew who was still a student of, Zig, of Sigmund Freud. He himself was an older man. Sigmund Freud died in 1939, before the war, right in the beginning of the war. Yeah. And he, Vienna, you uh, live in Vienna? Yeah, he was a student of his in Europe. So... Uh, what was the topic? The topic was, this man addressed the question, why is it that, uh, what you just asked, why is it that every culture and religion has a story of a flood that wiped out all of humanity, everybody? And he went through the Bible, the Torah has, of course, the story of Noach and the flood. And he went through many different ancient cultures and religions that all have what he called the myth that there was a flood. The Babylonians, and the Assyrians, everyone. And he answered, and his main thesis was, this is what Dr. Hamnik said, his main thesis was that one of the deepest fears of people is death. Because it's one of the deepest fears of people, so they already project it in their culture that it happened already. Everything was gone. Everybody died and everything was destroyed. And that was a way of unleaving, you know, some people do it individually. They imagine the worst case scenario that's going to happen, right? They don't want to be caught by surprise. You know what I'm talking about, yeah? So you imagine, you know, the worst of the worst, chas v'shalom, and then you're safe because it could only get better from there. It's one of the coping mechanisms of people. So he said, this is what cultures do. They, they have this, imagine, not about the future, but about the past. So Dr. Hamnick raised his hand and he turns to this uh, student of Freud and he says, may I suggest another reason why they may have the story? So he says, what? He says, because it happened. Because there was a flood. So they have the story. And even other cultures, they have a tradition, whether it's completely accurate or distorted, but they have the story. So he said, the man fell silent and the whole room 
fell silent and you could cut the tension with a knife. There was like electricity in the room. He said it was almost like I said the most despicable, evil, horrific statement in the world. It was like <laughs> unforgivable. You know, he uttered the ineffable, the, 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 the that which is absolutely forbidden. <laughs> He said the man just stared at him, <laughs> you know, like it was a, a tiger just walking to the room. And he was quiet, and he said, my, my teacher Freud once said, we will never know who's stronger, the polar bear or the tiger. Why? Usually you see which animals are stronger because you see the results of the fights. But those two will never know who's stronger. You know why? Because they can't live in the same climate. Where the polar bear could live, biologically the tiger can't live. Where the tiger can live, he can't live. So they can't even come together to fight. He looked at him and he said, that's you and me. <laughs> that's you and me. And then he realized how deep it was. <laughs> the fear of, uh, the fear that the flood happened. <clears throat> So this is a classic example of Lamata Adin Tachlis. Right? This is a classic example. We'll, we'll, learn, we'll learn more about this later, about Mitzrayim, about Pare. <clears throat> Why are you so afraid of something? Say you're wrong. I have a different argument. The fear comes from something that eats up at you in a very deep place. I'm not afraid. Somebody has a different opinion. So you have a different opinion. So, so, so you could say, I don't think that's the explanation. I have proofs not. Okay. Such a statement, I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm not even going to argue with you. You know, when somebody says, you're too, you're too stupid for me to argue with me. Well, what's that? That's not an argument. That's delegitimization. <laughs> That's delegitimization. You never have in Gemara, right? Bishamay tells Basil, there's nobody even to talk to to say another opinion. They never do that. You know, Rav never tells Shmuel, I don't even consider you somebody that I should argue with. They don't do that. Why not? Because <laughs> they actually have a different opinion. <laughs> They're not afraid of the other opinion. They have a different opinion. It's a thought out process. It's not an emotional bias. When something is so scary, it's a whole different element. I, I think it was famous to say sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. No? <laughs> a cigar is a cigar, but the flood is not just a flood. <laughs> a cigar is a cigar, but Parshas Noyach is nicht as a Parshas Noyach. <laughs> it is? Okay. Gewaldik. So in, in, in the marble that did exist, they had to rebuild the world. And what should rebuild the world? Kol Mokim HaKhalo. Gan Seder The whole system of the universe. All the way, Malmaila Maila, from the highest to the lowest. So this the Baal Shem Tev says. The Tachtim, Shniim, Shlishim, Tasa refers to Olamis, Neshamas, and Elikus. Three dimensions of reality. The world, consciousness, and divinity. Oilamus is the worlds, Nishamas are souls or consciousness, and Alakus is divinity, godliness, divine, pure divinity. 
Yeah. Uh, Patriot Gimel in the Kuntras. We're holding Va'inyan. I'm just giving us summation. So the Baal Shem Tev says that in every word, in every teva, you have tachtiyim shniyim shlishim. In every word of Torah and Tefillah, you have three interpretations. You have three dimensions. You have three vistas. You have three aspects, three layers. And soya tasala teva means you have to open up the light. You have to let the light fill the teva. How do you let the light fill the teva? To allow each word to be fully said and embraced with all three, Olamas, Neshamas, and Alakus, and then the three can be aligned with each other and ascend together. Hashem Tev adds over there that from this has created all the joy and pleasure in the world, the greatest Tainug in the world, comes from the alignment of Olamas, Neshamas, and Alakus. Tachtiyim Shneim Shlish. So yesterday we learned at length how you explain exactly what Olamas, Neshamas, and Alakus, different ways that it's explored, what the Shalos says about it, what the Mikdash Melech says, what the Ramah says, and then how the Alter Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzedek put, it, put them together and explain how the Baal Shem Tev is really giving a deeper insight into these three worlds, and conversely, and the main Nekuda, that was the main, the main point was, that Oilimus, Neshamas, Alakus represent the Shalos says it's Bri Yitzir But when you say Bri Yitzir it can be interpreted as the local Bri Yitzir or based on the Ramaz, on the general Bri Yitzir And that includes three famous worlds. One is known as Oilimus Ha'in Saif, the worlds of infinity or Adam Kadman. The second, Atzilus. And the third is the group of Bri Yitzir Biyah. Oilamus refers to Bri Yitzir creation, formation, and action. Neshamus, consciousness, refers to Atzilus, Oilam Atzilus. And Elikus, Mamash Elikus, even higher than Neshamus, refers to Oilamus Ein the worlds of Ein Saif or Adam Kad. And as it's a Machzadik put it, that it's a Haskalam Ufla, Haskalam Uflas, it's a, it's a, Eidola, uh, very, very subtle and refined and gewaldike haskala, which means epiphany, understanding, or perception, or experience, to be maskil, bein ma'la atzilis, Distinction between atzilis and beyond atzilis. So at the end of the Shia, we dedicated to explain at least one nekuda, and the main nekuda was, it's the difference between oiris without kalim and oiris in kalim. And that is that the Olamus ain't Saif, Priatzilus, Elikus Mamash, is pure Oir. And pure Oir is something that has absolutely no identity. You can't even call it an identity because real Oir is nothing but the transmission, the expression, the revelation of the source of the Oir. We can call it a Orod, like Pluto? That's a good question. Do you say oir or oirais, right? Light or lights? Good question. So in the in the oilam, there's like a few levels in that itself. Takin in Adam Kadman, you have Adam Kadman, you have what's called Oilam Ha'akudim. Akudim. We learned about it once in Torah Noyach. Akudim is Eser Oiris, Akudim Bikli Echad. 
the ten lights are bound up in one keli. In other words, you don't feel the keli over there. So over there, it's all Esa Oedas together. Then you have Nikudim, which is ten lights and ten vessels, but over there was Toyo, and the vessels broke. And then in Brudim, it's Taka Oyrois, in plurality, because it's in Kalim. So that's a, that's a good heart, huh? So in Oyr itself, yeah, there's... there's you speak general, you don't always go into all the details, but yeah, it's 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 a good harder. Oir or Oirais. Before Atsilus, yeah. Oilam Atayu is pre Atsilus. There's Oilam HaKudim, Oilam HaNikudim, and Oilam HaBrudim. The Yaakov Avinu's sheep parallel those worlds. Oilam HaAkudim is higher than Atsilus. It's all the lights were bound up in one vessel. So, so the Olam is Ein Soif. Ak represents Elikus, which is Oir. The Oir of Ein Soif. Which the Oir itself is Ein Soif. Because real Oir, real Oir is not a Metzius. That's not what Oir is. The whole Chiddush, the whole Indian of Oir is a conduit. It's a Shliach. Shluchesh Ladam Kamaisa. What's light? Light is the revelation of the source of the light. That's it, it is. It doesn't ever point to an eye. The moment Ur points to an eye, it's not Ur. And therefore it's limitless. If the source is limitless, the source is Hashem. So the Ur is completely that. That's what the Ur is. So on one hand, you don't say the Ur is the source. The Ur is the way the source comes out. The way the Ur is, that's what light is. Light light is the information that comes from one place to another place. Ur is the mission. Ur is on a mission to, to, it, it emits the source. It brings out the source. It shows the source, put it that way. Let's like think physically. What, what does light do? The light, it lets me see you. It doesn't say, oh, see me. Then it's not light. <laughs> then it's dark. Huh? It illuminates what? What? Its source, where the earth comes from. Whatever, whatever is emitting this light. In this case, the source of it all is earth itself. Yeah, yeah, it's Beratzen, it's Beratzen, it's by Beratzen. The fact that we each emit with a light, that's already not our choice. It's part of, it's part of our chemistry. I can't say I'm going to be here, but you're not going to see me. <laughs> you know, right? Everything comes with oil. That's how it is. The reason is because that's how Hashem, part of Bria is that it comes with oil. In the beginning, the oil is Beratzen. The sun decides to, this morning, I don't want to emit light. Uh, good luck. <laughs> if you want to be the sun, you're going to emit light. In fact, everything emits light. In the source, it's Biratzen. It's, it's Bebkhir. What did you say? What do you want to ask? Because the source is ain't safe, and real oil is, <laughs> is, 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 is the gilui of the, of the, of the source. So therefore, the oil itself is called ain't safe. Oil ain't safe means the oil is ain't safe. Yeah. Well, it emits something, whatever. <laughs> it emits. Reflects light. The rainbow, yeah. Corruption of the light. It's a bending of the light, which is the rem- makes us remember the destruction. The rainbow, the Keshus. Yeah. Yeah. So in Oid itself, yeah, Oyer defies every structure. Yeah, because any structure is already 
pointing to a form of, of a mold, a limitation, an identity. So that's why it's called Olam. It's called Olam. It's called Olam It's already Oir. And it's post simtsum, but it's called Olam Asa'in What's Nirgish over there is Oir. Oir. Then you have Atzillus. Atzillus is Oir is Bekelem. What's that Oir is Bekelem? Oir is Bekelem means that the Oir is manifested in and through Kalem vessels. And that's why you talk about Sviris. In the higher worlds, there's no, you don't talk about Sviris. Sviris means characteristics. Kivayachal, God's dispositions. Adam Ha'elyon is Atzillus. Adam. Adam Kadmain is also called Adam, but it's the source, the source. <clears throat> From there will come. But in Atzillus, you seek this. There's Chachma and Bina and Gdas and Chesed and Gvur and Teferis, Netzachai, Yisoyed, Malchus. I ain't Saif. The answer is over there, it's the way the Ein Saif comes out through Kalim. Through structure. Every Kali contains structures. Or to put it differently, the light has spiritual frequencies or divine frequencies. Which means the light gets measured, <laughs> the light gets contained, the light gets filtered, but not because it's really finite. But it says, the Avodah HaKadosh says, the famous expression that the Ein Saif, as much as it's infinite, it has the same capacity for finiteness. Because if something can only be infinite and not finite, then it's not truly infinite. You know, a teacher has to know, if you can only give a class in a way that nobody understands, and you can't give a class that everybody understands, you don't understand. <laughs> right? <laughs> Rabbi Birenbaum. Oh, Gavaldik. Huh? Thumbs up. <laughs> so that you understood. <laughs> right? Somebody says, no, you have something as a person gets up. Yeah. Within five minutes, nobody understands. It's very impressive. He knows how to blow everybody away. That's very limiting. It's very limited. If you really understood, you could speak in a way that the five-year-old understands. Because <laughs> if you really master it, if you really master it, you could find a, a, a medium, a, a venue through which to express it, a filter that is suitable for the person you're talking to. And if you have to remain impressive... It's not so impressive. It's impressive, but it's not so impressive. It's much more impressive when everybody understands. All right, um, I hear infinite and finite. God can be finite as well. So when we say, I should appear to motion, that, is that a manifestation? That's what kalim is. That's what kalim is. Kalim means, what does kalim mean? You say, Haltzachin the kalim, yeah? Give me Kalem. What's what's Kalem? Kalem means the ability to measure and contain the light. That's what all that's what all Kalem are. A rose from the Kalem means I'm all different. A rose from the Kalem, not Shmiras a Kalem. In Toyu, Eich a rose from the Kalem because you break the Kalem. Yeah, a rose from the Kalem means you don't have to break the Kalem, but you realize that it's time to go out of the Kalem. Ada lo yada, ada lo yada. Huh? That's why you get married. You get married to go into the Kalem. But in order to maintain your marriage, that's not asking from the Kalem. <laughs> I can't live with her, I can't live without her. 
Das habe ich nicht gesagt, but okay. Ja, ja, ja. Mehr wie ein Jeder hat das gesagt. Nesayin von Aschidus, Nesayin von Aneus. Reish wa Aishal Titanli. So, so that's Caleb. So, Caleb in many ways, right, is, is, it, it, it challenges the Eir. Because Eir by definition says, what Caleb? Real Eir. Kaili is like, it's a contradiction. But on a deeper level, Caleb brings out the infinity of the Eir because the Eir has the ability, the Ein has the ability to work through structure also. And that's the Chiddush of Atzillus. So Atzillus is called an Eilam of Elikus. There's no blockage over there. Like I gave the example in Avoida, in a person's life, Wherever I am, it's, 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 it's part of the mission of Ur. I may be in this structure, but I'm not defined by the structure. You're in it, you're completely in it, but you're not defined by it. It doesn't block you. Let me talk about Yosef Atzadik, for example. That's the Chiddush of Atzillus. That's the difference of Olamus, of Neshamas and Alakus. Neshamas come from Kalim of Atzillus. Neshamas a Chelekelekamimal, but it has identity, consciousness, is identity. So here we have the definition of neshama. What's the definition of neshama? Definition of neshama is the aspiration to capture the undefined. Nobody has a definition for consciousness because nobody knows what in the world is consciousness. Not how it emerged. And what is it? What is consciousness? We know it's there. What is it? So he says that this is, the Baal Shem Tov says, consciousness is not a lakus, it's neshamas. <laughs> It's the way Elikus is in Kalim. Because <laughs> Elikus itself, there's no consciousness. Consciousness is already a product of Kalim. So it's the way the undefined becomes defined, that's consciousness. And that's why consciousness is so elusive. Because it's the bridge between Elikus and Elimus. <laughs> that's what consciousness It's the bridge, the Baal Tov was Teufus. It's the bridge between Elikus and Elimus. And like every bridge, it has everything. A bridge goes from one side to the other side. Like the, the Rambam says about a translator. A memutza, an arbitrator. Right? When you're an arbitrator, people who arbitrate business disputes, if you take one side, you're done. You're not an arbitrator. A therapist, a marriage therapist, yeah? The Basidil can explain. The worst thing a therapist can do is take the husband's side against the wife. The husband is waiting for that, you know? Come, come, he'll knock sense into your brain, right? You know that one. Zai Masbe, Zai Masbe. Okay. <laughs> or the other way, take the wife's side against the husband. <laughs> I hear. The therapist once told me the greatest compliment he got is. Every one of the couple, it was a very difficult situation. Everyone was sure that he's on their side. He said, then he knew he's doing the right thing. She was convinced he's on her side. He was convinced he's on his side. And then actually he was effective because you have to feel that I understand you. If you feel that I'm your enemy, you don't trust me. There's no empathy. My point is, whenever you want to bring two people together, you have to, you have to really be able to bridge and in order to bridge you really have to be able to be in every place fully and it can't be a joke it can't be fake
Oh, okay, one moment, one moment. So this is neshamas. So that's why consciousness is so elusive, because consciousness, it has the nekud of elikus, it has the nekud of elamus. And that's why adayoyim, in science, consciousness is the biggest mystery. And it drives all the atheists crazy, because it points to something higher in the world. In other words, if this table, right, this table doesn't have consciousness, I mean, at least what we perceive, one day we'll find out some other things. So if you have something that doesn't have consciousness, after a, do you expect that after a million years sitting here in Muncie and 18 Forche, suddenly, the table is going to have consciousness. Nobody expects that. And a billion years, also not. And 20 billion years, also not. You don't expect from a mindless piece of glass or table that suddenly one day, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a sense of experience and consciousness. Nobody will say that. And yet, that's what they have to say, how the world had, what happened. <laughs> from, from a mindless, mindless reality, suddenly what evolved was consciousness. And in, within consciousness itself, human consciousness. How, what, when. So everybody will say, at some point something happened and there was a a cognitive, what is it called, cognitive revolution, and consciousness emerged. And that's why so many are struggling so much, and they want to say that consciousness is an illusion, it's like a machine, you know, it's like artificial intelligence, you have consciousness, your emotions are not emotions, it's just buttons, it's, it's, you think you have emotions, you think you have ideas. All myth. Why? Because consciousness points, right, there's awareness, so to say that the whole world was a mistake, and the awareness also didn't come from a place of awareness. To say that awareness was produced by something that doesn't have awareness, that's, that's, that's pretty intense. That, that consciousness, awareness, on all its levels of what awareness is, it all came about by mistake, by something that has no awareness, because the whole world is a random error, a random mutation. It's, it's, it's too much. So what do you have to say if, there's no, if it's a myth? You understand? It's good. But the truth is what's consciousness. It's so elusive because it's the, it's, it's, it's the neshabas between Olamas and Alakus. So consciousness defines the undefined. But you can't define the undefined because if you define the undefined, it's not undefined anymore. But that's really what consciousness is, the bridge between Olamas, which is Bri Yitzir and Alakus, which is Ain Saif. And that's what Atzillus says, Oiris Bikalem. So on one hand, Atzillus is a lakus, it's oil ma'achtos. But the, the Alter Rebbe says it's a haskala mufla to be toifus between matzillus and lamayla matzillus. But you can be margish if, if the person is by Yitzias Neshama. Yeah. Margish. The Neshama, it leaves the cave, leaves the cave. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a, 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 in the death of all ego, there's no identity, not even spiritual, not even spiritual identity, and it's very, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy because it's uh, you want to hold on to something, to let go the, for consciousness, to let go of consciousness is is meiridik. and that's what the Baal Shem Tov said. Das is avoda, in every nekuda to be able to see the olamas, see the neshamas, and see the lekus and bring them together. Because in every word you have all three. No word is divorced from any of the three. What's Olamus? That's Briyitsirasi. Over there, there's also Kalim. But over there, it's not called Elokus anymore. It's called Briya. What's Briya? Briya means a creation. Atzillus is not called a creation. 
Because in Atzillus, the Kalim are divine. Kavayochel Hashem's Kalim. Hashem's Chachm, Hashem's Chesed. What do you mean Hashem's Chesed? What's felt over there is that the entire Kali, the entire vessel is just a conduit for infinity to be expressed through finite mediums, but it's not finite. But because there's already Kalim, so that becomes a source for a new type of world. A world in which structure is divorced from Ein In very simple words, from there comes a Asiya, in which it could be experienced what's called detachment. Our world. Bria, it's much higher, it's much more subtle, Yitzhida is lower, but in Asiya, it's a world where everything is Eirein Saif, but yet, what's the experience? The experience is isolation, loneliness, fragmentation, to a point where there could be real disassociation, to a point that's only possible here. What, what's real disassociation? My eye is gone. What does it mean my eye is gone? There's a counterfeit eye. There's a fake eye that takes over. Right? I'm saying in, 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 in a very extreme and dysfunctional situation. What, what is that based on? There could be a whole life that is not one with the source. There's no seamless oneness with the source. In Atzillus, that's not Shaykh because there's no blockage. There's no trauma, capital T, in Atsilas. I'm talking about trauma in its highest levels, which is the beginning of separation, fragmentation. Either it's Kalim, but the Kalim are all Elikus. In Bria already, it's a whole new definition. You call it a creation. <laughs> creation. A creation outside of Creator. Kevayachal. That's Olamus. Ah. You could call it, pot- it's more potential, yeah. Sometimes it says in Russian that the, 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 the gvul in Atsilas, the limit in Atsilas is koyach gvul. It's the potential for limitation. It's the potential for limitation. So in Atsilas, like I spoke with Yosef, he went into places, he was there, he couldn't not be there. He was in a pit, he was in a prison, he was in Egypt. But he said, I'm, I was, I'm on a shlichus, which means I'm here, but I'm not defined by this. This is my mission. Yeah, I have to work through these Caleb, that's true. And it's limiting, but it's not really limiting because the limit is just because I have to transform this place. So the limit is just a conduit of infinity. In Bri Yitzir here there can be real, there's real blockages that are perceived by the experience of the one living in that world. So the Baal Shem Tov says that the tachlis of everything is to constantly fuse together oilamis, neshamis, and alakos. It's interesting that some languages point out to what you just said about the consciousness. Somewhat? Languages. For example, in Russian, consciousness means saznanie, which is two words. So, which just means connection, really, core, constellation, connection. Saznanie means knowledge. This means the, the bridge of well, you that you build between uh, Saznaya, Saznanya, that's consciousness in Russian, Saznanya. So you're saying it means between the bridge of knowledge, the bridge and knowledge. Yeah. In Hebrew, they call it Mudaut, which is connected to Das. 
Das war Adam Yodas Chava. In Jiddisch, it's Bewusstsein. Bewusstsein. So if you wish, it's the way the Sein is Bewusst. Bewusstsein. The Gemara says in a few places that the place of a person, Mekayma Shaladam is Dalad Amas, for Amas. For example, when it comes to Tchum Shabbos, if a person, Shabbos can't walk anymore, but they have, they have four Amas. Four Amas in the length and four Amas in the width, which is around six feet, between six or a little more feet, approximately. An Amas is around a foot and a half or a little more, so it's around six feet. If you're within Dalad Amas, whatever is there you can acquire, if it's Hefka, if it doesn't belong to somebody. So the Gemara asks, in Erevin, why four? Why four Amas? So he says, because the height of a regular person is Shalash Amas. The right, height of a regular person, again, Shalash Amas could be either four and a half feet, five feet, or even some people say an Amas is two feet, so maybe six feet. So the height of a person, the Gemara says, is Shalash Amas, three Amas. So why four? So he says, because when you take your hands and you lift them up higher than your head, it's another Amas. So that's the Dalad Amas. So they ask the question, most people don't, don't operate like this with the hands higher than the head. Usually the hands are below. So why did they, Chazal, take that into consideration and turn that into the place of the person? So Chassidus says, Because the tachlis of a person is, the power of the person is to go beyond the head. What makes an Adam an Adam is that he connects Olamus to Elikos. Olamus, Neshamus, and Elikos. So you go beyond the head. And that's the Kayach of Neshama. The Kayach of Neshama is that it sees in Olam, not only Neshama, it sees in Olam also Elikos, which is beyond the head, which is beyond the brain, which is beyond what my intellect grasps through my Kalim. Because the brain is already Kalim. So you have the three Amas, that's the Regal, you have the legs, right? You have the Guf, the body itself, you have the Rosh, which is the highest. And then you have the Yadayim, through our actions we can go Lamaila Meharosh, beyond my head. And that's when you become an Adam. <laughs> that's when you become an Adam. <laughs> the shear of a mikveh is 40 saw. So the Gemara says in Psachim, Ama al Ama, Biroim Shalish Amas. 40 saw is an ama, let's put it, let's say a foot and a half, by a foot and a half, water, a volume, a foot and a half this way, breath, a foot and a half this way of water, or two feet, beroim, and the height is shalash amas. Why? Because since the height of a regular person is shalash amas, again, anywhere between four and a half and six feet. So therefore, if it's, that's the height, so you can go into the mikveh, Right? And even if it's a small mikveh, you could submerge and it covers shakal gufay oilabahem. The whole guf could go into it. Over here, you don't say that you need dalad amas. You say shalash amas. <laughs> shalash amas. Amal ama. Birum shalash amas. Because. <laughs> The mikveh is a place where the person became, huh? the mikveh is needed because I have to purify myself, because I became alienated from the true Adam, right? So a person would have the full head with the hands over the head, 
So then they wouldn't have reached a place where they need it. So this is the Nekuda, that in Olamis and a Shamas and a Lekus, all three are one, that's the Tzoya Tassel of the Baal This is all in order to understand the Lamata Mata Adin Tachlis that it says in Zoyar. Yeah. So now let's see inside Vaitin. Vainyan Bazaar. In the Maim of the Rebbe Rayatz, he divides it into two categories. One is the category called the worlds of infinity and Atzilus versus Bri Yitzirasiya. But as we said from the Balshamtev, there is a difference between Pure divinity. What does it mean, mamish? Atzilus is also elikus. But Atzilus is elikus the way it's felt through Caleb. Beyond Atzilus, it's elikus mamish. It's pure ain't soif. It's not defined. It's not even defined in any Kali. That's why you don't speak about consciousness over there. Because consciousness is... The struggle to define the undefined. As I told you, and that's the struggle of consciousness. That's why consciousness drives you, drives people crazy. Because the real, the real, real ambition, the real truth of consciousness is to go beyond consciousness. <laughs> to go beyond the head. That's what consciousness wants. Anything else, consciousness knows is a lie. And consciousness knows that about consciousness. It knows it's, it knows that because it's conscious. <laughs> it's not dumb. <laughs> if it would be Olamis without Nishamas, it could be blindfolded and I'm fine. Samim Chayshech Lo'er, as the Navi Yitzhaya says. Darkness is light, light is darkness. But consciousness is a weir, so to speak, of the undefined because it's a weir. And yet it, it, it wants to be conscious of it. So that's where, that's, that's Kivayachal, that's Hatzilis. In Atzilus, there could be and there is Kalim. He says both things, there could be and there is. In other words, the, the, Atzilus begins with the fact that there could be Kalim. Because there could be, therefore there is. Atzilus begins with the fact, beyond Atzilus, you, you can't have it. It's not a space where there could be Kalim. In Atzilus, there could be and therefore there is. But it starts off with could be. You have to understand that Edelkeit. That in Atzillus, it's already called a world. The world Eulah means Helem. A world where there could be an Indian of Kalem. It's tolerable. <laughs> it's tolerated. Kalem is tolerated. Just like pre Tzimtzum. You can't have Eulah. You can't. That was the catalyst of the As a result of the Tzimtzum, yeah. But it's not pshat, Atzillus is a world of finiteness. It's a world of achdos. It's a world of ain't soif. It's the way a lakut is filtered and enclosed to the point that it could connect with Kalim. But it's a lakus in Kalim. In other words, the metzius of Atzillus is bittel. The metzius, Kalim is metzius. Oir is bittel. Oir is egoless. Kalim is identity. The identity of Atzillus is 
infinity. That's its identity. That's the murder decade of There's no blockages. There's no stuckness over there. But it's the way it comes into Kalim. How can a finite unit that's a, that's a big question. How can the finite human connect to the infinite? The answer is because the finite human is not so finite. The finite human is not so finite. Yeah. The soul is a chelik elikami mal. It says in Zohar that Hashem and His lights are one, Hashem and His kalim are one. Even though both you say He's one, there's a difference. It should have said He and His lights and His kalim are one. It says twice. And Iyu Vigamayichad, why do you say Chat twice? Because it's not the same Chat. Why is it not the same Chat? It's, it's a different Achtos. The difference is, as I'll say, you have, for example, the soul, and the soul has faculties, Koychus Hanefesh, and then you have the soul coming into the body. And then you have Levushim, garments. So you have the soul itself, you have the way the soul connects with the body, and you have the way a person wears garments. Oh, very good. And still you say it twice. That means in the achtos itself, between iyu and chayoi, and iyu and garmoi, there's a very subtle difference. And as he says, it's a haskalam of flaw, it's a very subtle haskalam to understand the difference. One of the biggest chidushim of the soul is that when it comes into the body, it's not separate from the body. It's one with the body. What do I mean one? Not one that it's connected. One that it becomes the body itself. Chad. One of the reasons that people can deny a soul, why do they deny a soul? Because it does an unbelievable job in redefining the body. The body becomes like the soul. <laughs> like it, everything is in the body. Whatever is in the neshama, it becomes the wisdom of the body. So the actus is so deep that it's not differentiated. But really, it's all soul. The body itself is a mace. How do they explain when the soul leaves the body? It's like uh, the electricity. The, <laughs> uh? the electricity that was pumping the, the, the heart, that allowed the, the, the blood to pump, the electricity went off. <laughs> so the machine is dead. The, 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 the battery is gone. What's the real Indian in it? The real Indian in it is that the Guf and the Neshama become completely one. And that's why there could be this mistake that the body is its own reality and there's no soul because that's how deep the soul affects and redefines the body. The body is alive. The body is not like a, a, a dead machine and there's electricity in it. It becomes the identity of the body itself. That's a marshal for Atzillus. That's a marshal for Oedis and Kalim. The Oedis is the Neshama, the Kali is the Guf, and they become completely one. And the whole body is now a conduit for the soul. Atzillus is a backdrop, you know, like you have a backdrop of what the world is in its most ideal place. 
the world how it is from God's full perspective. You understand? That's Hatzilus. It's like the blueprint of the whole universe, but the way it is in God's mind. That's called Hatzilus. And then it evolves into lower forms of the same world. Atzilus, Bri, Yitzir, on one level are like the same world, but they're completely different because Atzilus is the way the world is, so to speak, in God's mind. The whole world is there. You could say that. Yeah, yeah. It's Betzelo, yeah. It's called Nishtalshlum, and that's called Nishtalshlus. So the soul and the body are two separate things. Right? And in fact, before a child is born, the soul has all the faculties that we have later, but it's without the body. The Gemara says in Nidah that in the womb, the soul could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world. There's a candle. You see, how do I see to the other end of the world? Tell me. The answer is, everyone could see to the other end of the world, as long as you're not using your eye. My retina has limits. It could see a half a mile in some eyes could see much more, but there's a limit. You're not seen to the other end of the world. Because the neshama's koyach, a vision, is neslabish. It's working through the physical eye. So it sees, the soul sees, but it's using the keli of the guf. But now the eye sees. So you could say there's no soul, the eye sees. It doesn't really make much sense, but that's why you could deny the soul. Because the body is completely one with the nefesh. After a person leaves the body, unplugged, you unplug the... It's not that there's no soul. The electricity goes back to the... When you unplug a refrigerator, what happens to the electricity? It doesn't die. It goes back to its source. It's just not coming through the refrigerator. It's not coming through the computer. So death, chas v'shalem, death doesn't mean death. Soul doesn't die. It's unplugged. It's not coming through the goof. So now, now, now what does the soul see with? It sees with its own vision. So it could see, buildings don't block it. <laughs> a building can block my retina. A building can't block the soul's vision. The word weir doesn't apply. Weir is a product of body. Even not in a shama. Where does a svara live? Where does logic live? Uh, where? When there's a svara, it's a good svara, no? Where? Vu, vu in the luft. <laughs> in Amazon, Amazon cloud. Before Amazon. <laughs> before Bezos. It was before him. There's a seichel, two plus two equals four. It's, it's, it's a true idea. Where does it exist? Only, only in a chess game where you have four pieces. The answer is, svara doesn't exist in a physical space. It doesn't need a physical space to exist. That's even logic. Kol neshama. You understand? So you say, where does the neshama go? It, it goes, it's not a question of where. The goof needs a space. The neshama doesn't need... A person says that consciousness is not localizing the mind. The mind is localizing consciousness. Yeah. It's not that consciousness is in the mind. The mind is in consciousness. So it's not that the soul is in the body. The body is in the soul. That's true. It's not the soul is in the body. The body is in the soul. You understand? The body is in the soul, and it's one aspect of the soul that's filtered through the body. When there's no, when the body is lifeless, 
not only is the soul not affected, the soul now is actually uninhibited. It's not working through those, those kalim. But when it is alive, it's not just working through those kalim, it becomes the keli. That's the power of life. It becomes the keli. That's a marshal for Atzillus. Because it has even more pain, can have even more pain. Pain, pain. You're right, but pain, pain, pain. The soul's pain can be even deeper than any pain. Why do is worried about something in Earth, which is the most dangerous? Because God is worried about Earth. Proof that the 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 neshama and the goof is that at Misa we are. We must bury the body immediately, yeah. otherwise the neshama has pain. Yeah. So, it, right away you see that there is a yeah. congruous. Yeah. yeah. They have all types of explanations. Conditioning, society. They say you're like a monkey. The only difference, you know, and a monkey is the monkey doesn't think he's a person. That's it. Maybe he does, but he doesn't look like it. He doesn't have guilt. Monkeys seem happy when they, they give him what they need. Huh? Speak of about atheists. How does the quote unquote atheist define this and it's not this deliberation? Whether it's the right thing or wrong? How did it, where, where's it coming from? His consciousness is limited. So, so that's why. He has the same consciousness as you. So, so since this world is a bria, so there's no elucidation. No, no, no. One second. So, 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 so the marshal of a goof is like Atzilus. It's like Kalim. The ur becomes the keli. It's not separate. And since the ur is ain't soif, so the keli is elucus, but it's in Kalim. Then you have the neshama, the way it connects with the neshama itself, with the faculties of the soul. So iyu v'chayoyichad is like the unity between the soul and the faculties of the soul. Iyu v'garmoyichad is like the unity between the soul and the body. But it's a complete oneness, it's a complete unity. But that's the difference between atzillus and higher than atzillus. That's what he says. Let's say the power of reason or the power of vision or the power of perception, or the power of hearing. The soul hears, the soul sees, but it doesn't see with the tools that the body uses to see. Yeah, yeah, the, the chachma of the soul, the bina of the soul, the love of the soul, the, the awe of the soul. The intangibles, yeah. It's intangible in the sense that it's not concretized, the electricity is not flowing through the laptop or through the phone or through the refrigerator or through the, or through the AC. The electricity is pure electricity. Nobody ever saw electrons. We can't see electricity. We know it exists because we see its symptoms. Nobody ever sees a soul, but we see the symptoms every moment. The soul's electricity is flowing through the refrigerator. But unlike the refrigerator, the body itself becomes soulful. Therefore, we can always connect to the soul because of the unity with the guf. Does phantom pain, does phantom pain define that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You see, you see that power in the brain, the phantom pain, even when the, the physical is not there. That's how connected they are. So that's prat iyu Even though it's one, but he says cha twice. Why? 
Because in Atzillus there's Kalim, and Kalim is a different type of Chad, it's a oneness. Because Ein Soif essentially is not finite, it's not Kalim, it's not Guf. But yet the Chiddush of Atzillus is that the Kalim become one with the Eir, they're not separate. But even in Atzillus, it's one. It's not like Bri Yitzir where the Kalim are like separate. That would be like putting on garments. When you put on garments, nobody says, oh, the soul is one with the body and one with the clothes. That not. The clothes are not me anymore. I mean, everybody knows that. And when I'm touching your sweater, and I'm going to say, I'm touching you. I completely, completely detach. So the muscle for that, from the perception of a person is, Levushim, Bri Yitzir So he says, but because in Atzillus it's still one. He says, It's not a pel, it's not a wonder that the light of Ein Saif is revealed and shines in Atzillus. Shadeim Kalim Loyer Ein Saif. Because they're vessels. Because in Atzillus, there's Achdos. What's Pshat Achdos? Achdos is the experience of oneness, no blockages, no detachment, no disassociation. It's one with Iyu. So wherever there's Achdos, you're a keli to be makabal erin saif. Achdus is the vessel to be makabal erin saif. Why? Because what's ain saif? Ain saif is everything. Ain saif is oneness. Ain saif is infinity. So the keli is therefore becomes infinite. In its finiteness, it's still infinite. That's why the body has a wisdom that is soulful. People are amazed what the body knows, what the body experiences, the wisdom of the body. Right. Achthus is the natural state of reality when it's not disassociated from itself, from its source. Because it's harmony, it's everything, it's all one, it's ain't safe. So even though in Atzillus, it is Kalim, and Kalim is already, as we're saying, it's a compromise, it's gvul, it's identity, it's structure. So, but it's Olam Ha'achdos. Kalim are not blockages. They don't disrupt the air. They don't become their own metzias. They don't have an ego. It's like the goof and the nefesh. The body, a healthy body never says, <laughs> never becomes its own avodah A healthy body means it's just a flow. It's a flow through the body. You know, when a person is does, when a person exercises or eats well, right? When you're healthy, you don't feel your body more. You feel your body less because there's no blockages. If a person starts feeling their back and their neck and their head and their feet, it means there's something off, right? Something is out of place. There's an infection, something there. You have a headache. You would think if the body is healthy, you should feel it everywhere. You should feel everything. If you start feeling your pinky, it means there's a, a cut. <laughs> you start feeling your ears, you have an earache. You start feeling your teeth, you have a toothache. I understand if my teeth are healthy, I should feel them. No. If your body is healthy, you don't feel anything. <laughs> After a good workout and you eat well, you don't, you feel light. Like almost you don't feel your goof. Why? Because that's what health is. 
Health is achdus. Health is that the body is a conduit for the neshama. The keli is a keli for the ayr. It doesn't point to itself, it points to the soul. That's a muscle for Atzillus. One second. One second. You understand? When I start feeling my body, I feel heavy, I feel lethargic, right? Because I'm not treating it well. In other words, I'm, 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 I, I turned it into its own, it becomes its own metzias because it's not connected to its source. You have to examine your health. I remember somebody once came over to Lubavitcher Rebbe and he said, Vi filterzich, in Yiddish, vi filterzich, literally means, how are you feeling yourself? It means, how are you doing? But vi filterzich. So the Rebbe, without skipping a heartbeat, he says, as me filterzich is shenish gut. Vi filterzich, how are you feeling the self? So if you're feeling the self, it's shenish gut, it's already not good. Why? It's better. I feel myself. Well, I feel myself. Well, I'm dead. So feeling yourself means that you're not dead. Obviously, it's good to feel yourself. But we're talking about if, if you're feeling yourself as a self-contained reality, there's a disruption of the flow. And that's what illness means. Illness means that there's something in the keli that is broken. Chas something in the keli is broken, and the oil can't connect with it seamlessly. Huh? You become full of yourself. So spiritually, there's no achtos. Atzilus, he says, is an oil Of course you're in Kalim, you're in the guf. But it's a conduit for oil, so therefore there's no blockage. There's no blockage of the light. It's a keli for the light. Even though it's not higher than Atzilus. And higher than Atzilus is no Kalim. In Atzilus it's iyu v'garmoyichat, it's Kalim. But the keli is achtos with the oil. So wherever there's achdus, you're a keli for ein soif. Where there's oneness, the ein soif can come in. Where there's no oneness, the ein soif can't come in because the lack of oneness means we're not ready for infinity. We're busy protecting our insecurities. Somebody once asked me why when he goes to a 12-step meeting of recovery, he feels God. When he goes to shul, I'm not going to tell you the end of a sentence. I'm not going to say the end of the sentence. But it was a very, it was a sincere question. He wasn't asking it to, to provoke me or to shtech anybody. Huh? Maybe hundreds of people. I'm telling you one person who asked me. So I told him a story of the Baal Shem Tev. Talk about Olamaz Neshamaz Alikos. By the way, every story, every word from the Baal Shem Tev, every story of the Baal Shem Tev, you'll hear in it, Olamaz Neshamaz Alikos, everything. There's no inside of the Bashamtiv that you can't see in it, Oilamis Nashamas and Alakus together. Just uh, this is a cloud. When the Bashamtiv said something, it's it's all the way. So the Bashamtiv once came to a shul and uh, he refused to walk in. So they said, Why? He said the shul is ungefilled, metodo tfila, he can't walk in. The shul is filled from floor to ceiling with Toyota and Davening. Ibasha can't walk in, there's no space. So later, the Baal Shem Tov explained what he meant. It says in Zayar that Torah and Tefillah, Torah and Tefillah without love and awe doesn't go up. It stays down. So he says, the shul was filled because nothing went up. In other words, there was a lot of ego. There was a lot of self-centeredness. Spiritual narcissism. Judgmentalism. 
Whatever there is, whatever there is. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Allah Vashalom once said, how did Yaakov know when he got up from his dream, Ein Zakim Beisalikim, this is the house of God. Because it says that the stones were fighting, who should get the head? So he said, a place that even the stones get into a fight, Ein Zakim Beisalikim, it has to be a shul. If even the stones get into a machlaikas, this has to be a, a shul. In a shul, even the walls could get into a fight, stop talking to each other. He was a chief rabbi for many years, so he had a Havana in this, uh, in this Nakuda. What, oh, so I told this person, what you're seeing in the 12 step program is one thing. Everybody there, their ego was shattered. Everybody. They destroyed their lives. Every one of them who's there. They're not, they're not there because this is where they chose to experience tranquility on a Monday night. They have nothing better to do than to come to a meeting. This is their vacation resort. They're, everyone is there because they destroyed their life. So when they come in, that they destroyed it enough that their ego is done. It's done. They don't rely on it anymore. So I said, wherever that exists, so automatically, the God, God, God is there. He's always there. But you have to let Him in. So wherever there's an akud of egolessness, there's achtos. Because I'm not trying to outdo you, you're not trying to outdo me. In the place of humility, there's a oneness. So automatically, the ain't itself is, is felt. That's the real function of a shul, of course. <laughs> so therefore, he says, wherever there's achdus, you're a keli teinsef. Wherever there's a fight, it's already not a keli teinsef. Fight here doesn't only mean a fight. We're in a fight. That, of course. But it means even the lack of achdus in the self, which is the source of all fights. You know, you fight with others because I'm fighting with myself. So that's what he says. So we now come to the punchline. You can't say that when it says in Zoya that Eirin Seif is so amazing that it goes Lamata Adin Tachlis. You can't say it's talking about the revelation in Ak or even in Atzilis because over there it's not a Pella. <laughs> it's not a Hafla. It's not a Wow. Of course, it suffers in Atzilus. Be spashtus and even begilui. Spashtus means that the oil extends, and begilui is that they could receive it. They can experience themselves as ain't soif. That's not a pella. Because it's oil What is the pella of lamata din tachlis? That's the next piece of the maimer. In the place of separateness. We could stop here. The problem is we don't always live in ak and in Atzilus. If you lived in Akin Atzilas, okay, you could stop here. So that's not Lamata de Tachlas. <laughs> it's Gewaldic, but it's not a Pella. It's not a wonder. Why is it not a wonder? Oops. It's interesting. The Hava Min is the Lamata de Tachlas is Oilam Asain Saif. Just think about it. The Hava Min is that when it says Lamata de Tachlas, maybe it means Ak. That's called Lamata. Or at least Atzilas. <laughs> And he says, no, it's not lemata de tachlis. Why? Because it's an oil ma'achtas. But, but think about the, the hava mina, that atzilis would be called lemata de tachlis. <laughs> you see how subtle the perception of chsidis is, what reality is. <laughs> you understand? That atzilis could be lemata de tachlis. It's not. 
But a havamina and Torah is oich Torah, right? A havamina is also something. So now is the next piece, what Bri Yitzir look like. And then what it means that Oyrin Soif is Lamata Adin Tachlis in the place that's separate, in the place that's not Ein Soif. It's not Ein Soif. That's what Bri Yitzir is. It's a world in which you don't perceive the Oyrin Soif. And still the Zayar says Oyrin Soif Lamata Adin Tachlis. This is all on our side of the Tzimtzum, yeah. Or it's basically saying in simple English that what we call the tzimtzum is a matter of perception. <laughs> you, just gave, you just gave away the punchline. I always give away the punchline. I always give away the punchline. That's, that's another dimension. That, that's, you're saying that the, 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 he's broken. The shvira, lev nishba now, I was just bringing out the point that he says about Atzillus, that because it's Achtos, Achtos is a keli lekabel oirin soif. And therefore, the kelim could be a lekus, because iyuvigar ma'yichad. In other words, wherever there's Achtos, the keli is not a contradiction. The contradiction becomes when the keli becomes a disruption of Achtos. We don't mind when the ur goes through a particular limit as long as it's not cut off from the source. Yeah, the ego, the ego takes away the keli from the ur. It's like the body, right? When the body becomes heavy and, 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 and sick, the self-consciousness takes it away. It's not the, I'm not in the flow. I'm not in the zone of oneness. Right. Gemara Saita. I can't live with a Balgaiva. Why not? Everybody else I could live with. I could live in Tumma, he says. But with arrogance, I can't. Because the very definition of arrogance is that you can't be with me. <laughs> if you tell me I'm dirty, I'm impure, I have problems, okay. I also have problems. <laughs> but when you say, I don't have problems, you're my problem. Oh, okay. You understand the difference? Person says, I have problems, yeah, I have challenges, I have I have a lot of issues. Okay, I also have. Shalom Aleichem, Aleichem Shalom, Lomen Fabrengen But when you say, you're my problem, that's what arrogance does. Arrogance does, you're the problem. No, I can't talk to you. I'm protecting myself by putting it on you. So what do I do? Now I separate myself. I separate myself from you from the source and from myself. I create a, a counterfeit self that's not in the flow. So Kalim is not a stira to ain't soif. That's the Chiddush of Atzillus. Because it's, there's, there's achtos there. It's not blocked. It's not blocked. If it's not blocked, the flow can go through different structures. The structure doesn't become a self-contained deity. And therefore it's not called Bria. The Chiddush of Bri Yitzirasi is there's a disruption. And it's called Olamis HaPirud, the world of, of Pirud. Yeah. Different levels of ego. But that's the, there's, there's already a disassociation. So that's why in the Maimer here, the Basilagani, he puts Olamis Ein Sof and Atzilis together versus Biyah, even though the Baal Shem Tov told us there's three levels. 
because he's not here talking about going from one level to a lower level. He's talking about the difference of unity versus fragmentation. And in unity versus fragmentation, Atzillus and Ein Soif work together, because there's Achtas. And Bia work separate. So even though there's three, Tachtim, Shneim, Mishlishim, but in this Maimer he says, that Lamata Adin Tachlis is not Oilamus Ein Soif and Atzillus, and he puts them together in one bracket, even though they're so different. Because Atzillus is not what's beyond Atzillus. But because Legabe Chad, in terms of Chad, in both of them there's oneness. Different type of oneness. This is the oneness of Oiris, this is the oneness of Caleb, but it's one. This is the oneness beyond identity, this is the oneness in identity. This is the oneness beyond consciousness, this is the oneness of consciousness. This is the undefined oneness, and this is the way the undefined oneness becomes defined. <laughs> That's Atzillus, but it's still oneness. And then there's the new category called Bia. Yeah, so it's after the Tzimtzum. That's why it's called Oilam. If it wasn't... If, but it's still Chad, yeah. Yeah, it's called... It's after the Tzimtzum. That we have to remember. When we're talking here about Ak and Atzillus, it's still post-Tzimtzum. That's why it's called Worlds. If it would be pre-Tzimtzum, you wouldn't call it Worlds. No, no, Ak after. Ak is also after Tzimtzum. It's called Ein Saif, but it's called Oilamus Ein Saif. The world's post, yeah. When you say Oilamus, it's usually post Tzimtzum. What's that argument with the Shkavim of Mamush? That Yuv Gamui is Mamush in some sense, not. Say Yuv Gamui, in other words, there's no possibility of explaining Yeshus or Ra where God is. Yeah, well, the expression is twice chat. He's one with his life, chayoi with his light, and he's one with his garmoi or his kalim, like his his vessels. Something happens. Garmoi means like his his kalim, his vessels. So the question is, he should have said He and his chayoi and his kalim achad. So that's where the Maim is explaining. They're both Chad, and yet you say it twice. He's one with this, and he's one with this. Because, because it's, it's, it's Shneim and Shlishim. One is Elikus, and one is Neshamas. So, 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 so you see that even though it's Chad, and Chad means it's one, it's not not one, but it's a different type of oneness. That's what I was explaining, is the difference between the oneness of the soul with the faculties of the soul, and the soul and the body. But even the soul and the body, yeah, it becomes completely one. Because the body completely surrenders to the soul. A healthy body doesn't have ego. A healthy body doesn't say, it's about me. A real body says, I'm not even here. I'm here. But what I'm here is just as a conduit. I'm here to channel and filter the soul through me. That's what a a healthy body is. The moment, bittel, achtos, achtos. But not by destroying the body. Atzillus, you don't destroy the kalim. You need kalim. If you destroy your body, you don't have an neshama in this world. <laughs> when people destroy their body, what happens to their soul? They can't live. You can't. Fun- your body is your vehicle. I can't think. I can't learn. I can't love. I can't pray. I can't connect <laughs> without my body. That's why the vehicle of the body is so holy. It's so special. The Rambam says in Elchus Deis, Hayos Haguf Bari Veshalim Midarke Hashemhu. 
for the body to be healthy and whole, it's one of the ways of Hashem. Medarke avoidus Hashem, some add the word avoidus Hashem, what do we mean medarke Hashem from the ways of Hashem? It's interesting that Rambam says, some put in the word avoidus Hashem. But the point is, because the body is the vehicle. I can't experience anything without my body. So if we ignore the body, if you disregard the body, if you scorn the body, if you mock the body, if you abuse the body, you're abusing the vehicle of the neshama. It's all through and in the body to the point of achtos. Huh? That's the keli for the earth. Yeah, the, the body, the b'chir is in the body. But the point is that the body becomes completely one and that's what a body wants and a body needs. It doesn't want to be separate. <laughs> the healthy body is the body doesn't feel itself. I'm a keli, I'm a vehicle. That's a mushal, that's a mushal for Atzillus. We're going to see later, it says in Zoyar that Atzillus is called gufel in a a gufra in Bia is called levushim, g- garments. That's a whole different world. I see everybody wants to sit. Chaim, <laughs> Chaim. <laughs> what do you say, the difference of what? It's like this, I can put it after the consciousness. In consciousness, mission, guilt in consciousness. You see from here that Chaim is doing something that destroys the Right. In Atzillus, Caleb not only doesn't destroy the air. That's the only way that the Eid is revealed. That's the Chiddush. The Chiddush is, the, the, the whole Nekud of this Maimer is, what we started in the first year, that the king puts himself in danger. What's the danger? The danger is not Atzillus. Atzillus is not dangerous. He thought Atzillus was dangerous. That's the Hava Amin. <laughs> that Atzillus is a dangerous place. But he says, that's not, Atzillus is not dangerous. <laughs> We could, we could put, we could put up with Atzilus. You know, the Altarebbe couldn't write the word Atzilus. He wrote Aleph, Tzadik, Yud, and they say from Hisrakshus, from emotion, he wouldn't be able to finish the word. Because when Altarebbe wrote, he was there. So when he wrote Atzilus, he was experiencing it. So he, he never, in Ksav, he wouldn't do more than Aleph, Tzadik, Yud, always with, a, with an apostrophe, with a, because he, he couldn't, he couldn't write to finish the word. I would think someone that's there has less practice than someone that's not. No, no, no. Because he knows. When you're there, you have much more awe. When you know, then you know how much you don't know. When you don't know, you don't know how much you don't know. You know what I mean? That's a zone where you're even less knowledgeable. When you know, you know how much you don't know. When you don't know, you don't Yeah, okay, I don't know a few things. When you know, you know what you don't know, huh? Our work is to make achdus with everything? Yeah. Our work is not to make achdus with everything. Our work is to reveal the achdus in everything. You don't have to make it. Somebody once asked, there was a chassid in Michal Dvarkin, when they used to ask him, Vos machte? He would say, Vos kenshin agemachte machen. Vos kenshin agemachte machen. Vos machte literally means, what are you making? So he says, what could somebody who was made, make? What can he make her in? So that's a shmachin, that's megalozan. But if Ufeb in the hand, hechef in the cup. Vayikinagin amenagin, that's achdos, yeah. Nagin amenagin is, the keli is one with the earth. A violin doesn't have an ego. The player has an ego, if he's not worked out. 
The violin doesn't have an ego. And if the violin does have an ego, it's called a broken violin. <laughs> if you start ripping all the, if you tear all the, all the chords, it's called a broken violin. In other words, in the physical world, it's very simple. If you have an ego, you're broken. In people, we play games with our brain. You understand? We call ego confidence. <laughs> it's called brokenness. In the physical world, it's not a shaila. A violin has its own ego, throw it in the garbage. Or if it's a Stradivarius, try to save it. You understand? In the brain, right, I say, I'm not broken. So I create a counterfeit identity. Counterfeit means fake. Instead of saying, you know, go into the store and fix it. I don't have to be, you create a philosophy out of brokenness. That's the mind that's the mind game. Because of a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear. As we're gonna see, this is all part of the period. Huh? Yeah, listen. Sometimes if a person feels that they're a shmata, you have to build up their ego, but it's not the ego you want to build up. You want to build up a healthy ego. If you build up a false ego, it's going to come back to bite them again. So you need 12, 12 Torah steps. Yeah, because the false ego is where the problem happened. The false ego was, how did the problem happen? The problem happened because my self was a very limited self. And that self was broken by whatever happened to me. So if I replace it with another fake self, it's going to be broken again. Or it could be broken again. Or at least it's very vulnerable, it's very fragile. Huh? Everybody has to have an ego, it just has to have the limitation. Yeah, uh, ego as a healthy ego. There's ego as ego easing God out. You don't need that ego. <laughs> okay, the next show will be Thursday morning. Thursday morning, 8 o'clock a.m. Yes, so tomorrow morning there's no share. Thursday morning. The women are coming soon. Yeah, just bring it back, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm about slacha. You'll put it away, huh? On the yard side, it says that the neshama has an extra aliyah, a whole different, that's why we say Kaddish, because the neshama ascends to even a deeper place. And it's ascent to its own source, even deeper place. So it's a very special time. So that's why we want to connect to the soul then, because as the soul goes up, we also go up. And our avoid here also helps the soul. It assists the soul. Yeah, it's like Hashem exhales. And then when Hashem inhales, that's like the soul coming back. We're able to come through this world higher? Yeah. When the soul goes through this world, it goes to a much higher place than it was before. It says in Zayar, Lishtav Begufa de Malka. Soul goes back to the very king itself. But we just learned that it's higher than Matzilis. So the soul comes from Matzilis, which is Caleb. Then the soul goes to even higher than Matzilis. Ain't Saif itself. Dafke through here. Dafke through the Avoid here. And even after Neshama leaves this world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Your mother should be a good Tibetan for the whole Mishpacha.
revealed blessings to all of you. A lot of nachas. Now, Hashem put himself in danger. That means that he gave himself an eye? So to speak. Hashem putting himself in danger is just a metaphor that he gives himself an eye, which is my eye. My God. My. <laughs> he allows himself to become an egotistical reality that's divorced. But it's really him. That's very vulnerable. You understand? But he does it because of the confidence that layidach menunidach. That's how you. That's how you pick up the world. You have to go into the place. Your your soul never left your body, even when there was disassociation. That's the chiddush. That's how it should relate to us. That's the heal. The healing is that your soul, which is which is part of Hashem, goes lamata deintachlis. It doesn't stop. It never really detached. We thought it detached. That itself was part of the clipper. The coping mechanism is part of the. The belief that we detach, but we really didn't detach. We're really present, even in the disassociation. Okay. Yeah, ah, yeah, atzlacha. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.